0: You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Barry Sonnenfeld's directorial debut, The Addams Family. You no
1: trouble. Me, Supreme being.
0: You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. No. Sir, yes, sir.
2: We're your host. I'm editor Brian Elkins With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen How you doing, Brian? I am wonderful How are you, Great. sir? I'm good, I'm good No, that's that's swell Oh, well. no, now the cousin it's coming out <laughs> You're growing my hair out, we'll see how far it gets During the show, probably not that far <laughs> Just a guess, but We also have with us director of photography, Mike Griggs What's going on? Hey, hey, hey. And we have costume designer Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. And this movie actually uh, was nominated. Its only uh, nomination, Academy Award nomination, was for costume design.
0: Really? Yeah. Famous costume designer. I don't remember who it was, but I remember seeing it going by and I was like, oh, I've heard her name before. Uh, What what is it? Ruth something. Isn't it Ruth? Yeah. Uh,
2: What's her name? Myers? Is it Myers?
1: Yes, Ruth Myers.
0: There
2: we go. I can't tell you anything she's done off the top of my head. Outside of this movie,
0: well, according to uh, the IMDb and my really slow Google connection, uh, <laughs> known for uh, L.A. Confidential, The Golden Compass, The Adams oh, Family, and compass. Emma. Okay, Beyond the uh, Sea.
1: Also, that was a fun period piece.
0: Beyond the Sea. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The, the, the costumes and production design are definitely, I think, I think highlights of this film,
3: and the cast, impeccable yes. cast, impeccable casting. Yeah, I'll get yes. You that.
1: I agree. It's wonderful. No, it's, it's it's really
3: beyond
2: wonderful. Like I swear, like Matisha and Gomez, like you, you believe hmm. that romance, that love, like even when it's absolutely ridiculous and the situation <laughs> is mm-hmm. is is very normal, and they're it's so, so over the top, and they're almost like fucking God, in the me, middle yeah. of places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, it's so hey, great. Man. They they just they just really love each other, you know. Like they're really really into each other, and I think that's really sweet.
1: Well, honestly, they they're both very passionate people, and it's not they're not just passionate about each other; they're passionate about everything that they do. And I think that is what makes mm. them such great characters.
3: Yeah, that's a good point. And g- really good parents too.
2: These yeah. are mm-hmm. these are amazing parents. Very supportive of their children. Yeah, very
3: involved for sure.
2: Yeah,
0: make always make sure you take the larger knife.
2: Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck was that? That was like a meat cleaver on a <laughs> baseball bat. It was ridiculous. Is that for your brother? No, no, no. Use this. <laughs> yeah, watching it now uh it did make me think like I don't I don't know if, if these jokes could be pulled off in a PG uh PG film. Or this was PG thirteen. Was it? Uh I think it was.
1: I mean, I would be really surprised if it was PG.
2: Well, you know, like just like having Pugsley like take the uh, the stop oh, sign, yeah. and you know, they they had a lot of the execution uh, via a self made uh, electric chair.
1: I don't know that you can make out that much in a PG film, though. Well, they they didn't kill
0: Pugsley. Like, they, 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 he got shot in the yeah. face with a fucking with a uh, crossbow, um, electrocuted, hacked to death. <laughs> He, they they can regenerate or something something they're like they 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 present as just ghoulish normal people but uh they're actually monsters apparently or i don't know i don't know what they are
1: oh no actually the adams family is rated pg for 13. language and creepy content Nope.
3: pg 13 according to the imdb oh
1: okay well, not uh, according to this parents guide but that's fine
3: okay. maybe i wonder if it's been it's a, re-rated it's a modern pg I have no idea. Well, the poster shows PG thirteen.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but never mind. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think that you can have that much like making out and moaning in like a just a PG movie. (laughs) No, I'm serious.
2: No, it's just I was just thinking about all the times Angelica Houston's like,
1: oh. (laughs)
2: <laughs> because I know orgasm. that they have
1: like the electric chair and all of that, but like I feel like I feel like in America, like that would like squeak by the ratings. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely America not. America does
3: not care about violence. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, if you got a boob in there, it's PG thirteen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But this
2: is you know this is violence with kids
3: for some Even reason better.
2: The is there best any other kind? kind? Apparently. Yeah. Well, you know, like that's why like you don't see like Looney Tunes that much anymore because parents had a conniption fit about the violence in looney tunes cartoons which is kind of ridiculous because every
0: if- kid wanted an anvil for christmas
3: you didn't get to drop one on your kid brother oh things that we missed out on in life mm.
0: yeah because if you drop a brick on somebody's head from a you know from a it'll probably kill him you know even from the top of a tree or whatever they're dead. <laughs> yeah i yeah yeah it's not gonna, yeah. not, yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna bounce to good it's not great yeah yeah
2: or at least a very healthy concussion.
0: Or if you pour boiling oil down onto Christmas carolers, they'll probably survive as well. But it was actually probably like, you know, hot chocolate or something. They were just trying to be helpful.
3: Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. W- Warm sure. them up. Why were those Christmas carolers facing away from the house? I don't know. Maybe
2: they didn't answer the door. <laughs> and they were just like, well, you know, we can't sing to anyone, so we'll just
3: sing in a group out, out by this creepy house. Bring a little cheer. Like, I understand the, the theatrical purpose of staging them facing away from the house but like there's there's so many ways they could have done that could have been a big group could have been a big circle that the same weird.
0: reason that they know. were staring into the camera
3: oh okay <laughs> That's fair. sure yeah sure. a
0: couple of those people couldn't
2: handle it they were like they're the like, camera?
3: there's a camera going <laughs> past oh my
2: god <laughs> my i like that opening shot though it, it, it well oh it's great the opening two shots yeah the, the, the dissolve ruins it but you know it's still really cool. Nah, I they wish they would have nailed it properly. They hide it in between some, uh, you know, some credit text on screen. It's
0: fine. What do you think about that, like, hand-drawn font that doesn't hold up?
3: All I could think of was Men in Black. Yeah. Yeah, right? That's good. Yeah. I know this came out first, but it just, I don't know, the titles looked exactly like the Men in Black opening.
2: That's how I felt about, like, all the nighttime set stuff, where it was supposed to be, like, outdoors, and they're obviously shooting it on a soundstage. Like... That that felt all like like the opening scene in Men in Black,
0: dude. Every time they show that wide shot of the uh, of the cemetery, and you can see like down the hill, like like you know the the uh, where the uh, city would be, it's obviously little um, bulbs in some fabric. It's too oh, close. Yeah. like you yeah. can see you can see it really well. Uh, you yeah, know, it works. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, like the whole thing. The whole thing is a, is a cartoon, anyways. So. You, you let things like that pass, but upon multiple viewing, I'm like, "Ooh, that feels pretty bad." But there's some great times where they where they've, they've superimposed the moon in some shots and, and amongst the trees, or you see the clouds
3: rolling and all that stuff looks great. Yeah, the house shots are some of the better special effects that they have in this, because the special effects at the end are total shite.
2: Oh well, yeah. What are you talking about when the book opens up, the hurricane? Oh my God. When they go it's... full Jumanji? Oh. Like, yeah, you, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not that's not great. Hurricane Irene. It's funny.
1: I mean, this was 91, though. Come on, guys. Yes. Oh,
2: it's true. So was Terminator 2. Yeah. Just, you know, the sand.
1: Well, what was the difference in budgets, though?
2: Uh the same budget. No. <laughs> Terminator-, <laughs> Terminator 2 cost like $100 million back in 91. Uh, this movie had a budget of $30 million.
1: Yeah, okay. So that um, just might account for a little bit of a difference, though.
3: Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's also just shot design and quality of people executing it. Because Jurassic Park was only two years after this. I, well, come on. I, I thought the way they executed thing was very well done. Thing thing was he looked pretty great in most of his shots. There were some compositing issues, but that's normal for composites. I just thought thing wasn't as fun as it should have been for a disembodied hand. Like it's that just, whole sequence about the with the FedEx thing where he's like delivering packages. Yeah, like that was just Federal Express. right (laughs) that was a weird seeing that old logo yeah yeah i don't know it was just weird like it was it was like okay cool he's running around and it's in fast forward mode for like three minutes for this well he can move quickly wonky scene but like why why not do something more interesting with like like a more interesting job than just like delivering packages well what else can a hand do well Lots of...
0: What? Well,
2: they're, Lots of things. They're, they're treating Thing like he's the family dog. Like even, uh, you know, like uh, last last week we started out with Poltergeist, right? We are introduced yeah. to the family by the dog. And he buzzed. Yeah, this, this week it's Thing. He goes and gets everybody up and he's with everyone and he gets around the house and he's like, I don't know, he's the family dog. Even when Morticia's in trouble, it's like, oh...
3: I'll go. I'll go. Get, slow down. I can't understand your stutter.
2: <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't bark when there's someone at the gate.
0: He snaps and points. That's pretty great. It they is. did a good job. I, I like seeing down on, on the top of him where he's got, he's got his like little skin flap there. It's really nice. It's kind of cupped in. Looks really good. It's just weird that no one reacts to it. There's this fucking hand running around. And
1: I mean like, the
3: the lawyer's wife reacts to it. Yeah, some people mom. react to it. Yeah, yeah, but when the mom they don't really perfect joke on it
1: at the seance. Really,
3: yeah, she's like, "Oh, you've got quite a grip."
0: They get freaked <laughs> out, but you could get freaked out by a dog. What I'm saying is is like no one really like tries to question it. There's that just there's this, a hand? There's a, just a disembodied hand.
1: Maybe because that's like like they're so overwhelmed, like they're just in shock when they come over <laughs> yeah. that that is just one more thing that they can't comprehend. The least well, of the or, problems.
0: Or, or maybe maybe there's just a whole like I mean w- when the the party happens later and we have all these like freaky people show up, m- maybe this just is just they're just these mutant type people in this world, yeah, and this this is just part of it. There's these ghoulish people and things around, like lurch, right, um, like lurch
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: in the TV show he, he used to talk, but in this one he doesn't,
3: yeah, because apparently in the TV show, the actor who played him like improvised a line. And the producer's were like, Oh, that's funny, we should make him speak. So clearly the actor was like, Fuck this, I'm getting some damn lines. Get paid more. Exactly. I like that he doesn't speak though. <sighs> yeah, he should
2: have he should just be walking around and, you know, doing normal
3: butler things. Butdling. like like <laughs> playing the pipe organ while you're having your seance. Yeah. That's so badass. My butler does that. He scores everything. <laughs>
0: What great timing that they were going to be having a seance, and then Fester happens to show up at the door.
1: That was planned.
3: Yeah, that was definitely planned. That was. That
1: was staged. I know.
3: Just feels too perfect. It's,
1: no, that was. That was also supposed was to perfect. be the point of the yeah. seance, <laughs> <laughs> to get him to show up. It was exactly supposed to be perfect. Yes.
3: They expected nothing less than that perfection.
1: But yeah. honestly, I think everyone but Gomez was like, "Wait a minute, that's not. How this yeah, is yeah. like Morticia was." suspicious at the very like from the beginning Gomez was the only one who was like oh it's my brother
2: <laughs> It's displacement guys <laughs> It's the most ridiculous thing I've heard yes you must be right <laughs> what, what did you guys think of the uh, the puns and the jokes and <laughs> all the
3: macabre humor that with its very dry delivery? I liked most of the jokes. Uh, I actually only laughed out loud at like two of them, though.
1: I really enjoyed the jokes. I have to say the entire time I was watching it, I was like remembering when I was watching it when I was like, what, six or seven and and so I could I remember how funny they were the first time <laughs> they were not that funny this time as an adult. It's not that funny, but um, I still really enjoyed like all of the little memories that I had of this movie from when I was a kid.
0: I thought they held up really well. I, I, I found them all to be amusing. All of uh, Morticia and Gomez's little quips, you know, unhappy, darling. Oh, yes. Oh, completely. Yes. You know.
1: (laughs) It's so silly. But as a kid, no, as a kid, I loved that. I Like, it was so unexpected as a child. And I had never seen anything like this. It was, like, and so every time they said something silly like that, I just, I died of laughter. It was so funny.
2: I I thought the the one-liners and the, I I don't know. I thought some of the jokes didn't age that well. But I really appreciated the sight gags in this one. Like, (laughs) When she's cutting the heads off the roses. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so great. Mm-hmm. That is just such a great way to start the scene. Like, have the close up of the rose, and then <laughs> the scissor comes in to cut it <laughs> off. It's, there's just moments like that. It, I don't know. I thought, I found that those held up really well.
1: Well, I also, what I really thought held up was the joke um, about Wednesday Adams, where um, she, they're talking about how her role model is their great aunt oh, Copernicus yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> she was burned at the stake. And, or because she, like, why, like, brought all the men like she was
3: dancing naked in the yes, street and then got you're. a bunch of men or something
1: yes and then she looks and she goes don't worry I told her college first <laughs> yep
3: that was one of the jokes where I laughed out loud yes pretty freaking fantastic that and their sword fight during the the play as oh, soon as the blood is, started going dude amazing dude and then when, yeah. it, when, she, when her throat
0: gets cut and it, it just keeps <laughs> going and going and going and she's like ah, ah, ah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, and then she like turns and sprays the audience. Yes. Oh
0: God, it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Brilliant. Where's all yeah. the blood coming from? He made them the like
3: little devices.
0: That's what he was I know. doing. In the- it's, I
3: know it's God, insane. It's but
0: which which she like falls over, hits the ground. There's like a giant splash that comes up. It's <laughs> it's perfect.
3: Even when they're taking their bow they're still <laughs> spraying on spray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's some that's some grade cutting. They oh. definitely they rolled on that for like 45 seconds just <laughs> used all the blood and just they used every frame of that shit. That's amazing. And the, the actor that plays the judge his uh,
2: his face, his <laughs> face Oh dude. Fantastic. All the reactions right there are perfect. Oh, I yeah, the the that actor that did the the judge. He's got Barely any screen time, but every scene he's in,
3: he's great.
1: He steals it for sure. I didn't realize. I remember that character very well, but, and I didn't realize how that he's in like what two scenes. He's not in very many scenes at all. Yeah. Scenes.
3: Well, he gets he gets two different golf balls hit to him, and then he has great personal satisfaction. To, oh. To hand down their uh, their judgment.
1: But I think honestly, my favorite part was when they're sitting in the hotel room watching Sally, Jesse, Raphael. <laughs>
3: And
0: he's eating everything.
1: <laughs> no, when he calls. And he calls in and they're like, Mr. Adams, we don't know where they meet. We
0: don't know how to contact.
1: <laughs> she just
2: recognizes his fucking voice. I don't know. I, I did remember them being out of the house more when I was a kid. Like they're I, out I the I wonder how much world. of that
3: is the second one. Yeah. I may be remembering the second one. I don't think I've seen the second one.
2: Really? It's good. I can barely remember. It's been so long. Yeah, I, I had tr- moments in this movie where I, there was whole sections I did not remember at all. Like what? What was the biggest one? Probably the vault. Like really? Yeah. Oh, I love with the chains where they pull the chains and the things come down and jerk them up and and take them around. Oh yeah, the the biggest moment that kind of like I don't know, just really like I could not believe I, I forgot was the whole slide sequence oh mm. where they're like the, the singing oh, the yeah. song and that is just so bizarre and stands out like that's I think one of the most memorable moments in the whole movie just because how weird it is out of left field and it's just sudden and it stops I had no memory of that
0: well then they get on a gondola and then like Gomez <laughs> is like singing <laughs> out it's a hat into on the before he starts yeah.
2: paddling though yeah I can finish below my <laughs> <in> my vault <laughs>
1: But sort of going back to how these people are so like passionate about everything, I really love that part of that passion is how emotional they are, and that includes when they get upset and when Gomez is playing with his trains, and everyone is just like, "Oh, poor oh, no, oh, poor him,
0: poor, <laughs> poor the, the, the poor little trains. dude in the train." Like there's a there's a there's <laughs> little guy in the train.
3: <laughs> that's that's the director. It's Barry Sonnenfeld. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's really young yeah. Barry Sonnenfeld. He, he had just hair, reading his paper. <laughs> That's what threw you off. You didn't <laughs> recognize
2: him. Mm. Yeah, I don't, that 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 is a weird moment in the movie. Like it's total fantasy at that at that moment. But it's just a real quick throwaway shot with that guy <laughs> in his little yeah in the little train.
0: What are you trying to tell me? Are You telling me <laughs> that Gomez has like a whole little tribe of like you know miniature people that he is like lord over in, in his train set. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like,
1: ha, would try.
3: Yeah, okay. yeah, no, that totally sends them around dead that man's would, curve.
1: That would fit in this world that they have created with like a just some bodied hand and yep. the yeah. twins and all of that. Because also
3: when those two trains hit, they cut to the wide shot of the front of the, the house and the whole screen shakes implying <laughs> that the house is shaking. So there's there's some intensity
2: behind those miniature trains. i mm, would be terrible to be a little person there. could be fun and exciting though whatever if Gomez has a bad day it's like oh my gosh I could die
1: in a train (laughs) track yeah I mean how's that any different than come on now we could we could all die in a train track tomorrow come on
3: not because somebody had a bad day though
1: you don't know that yeah actually it could exactly (laughs) be because somebody had a bad day
3: (laughs) displacement what do you guys think of Christopher Lloyd in this this is like right after three back to the future movies I like Looks like he gained a bunch of weight (laughs) <laughs> well it's obviously a fat suit but also in addition to that you think he gained weight oh, his face looks big yeah it does it has a little pudge to it i was you gonna much, oh sorry go ahead. i was just gonna ask if you think it's makeup or if he actually gained weight oh it's that's makeup because you can question
1: see the, i would think makeup i was gonna say his you could cap. see his makeup in a lot of this yeah i was gonna say you could see um the bags under his eyes and a couple of scenes were very clearly makeup and maybe yeah. that's just my tv yeah. and it doesn't hold up in like hd Whatever, whatever it is, um, but yeah, his his—you could very clearly see um, in this actually the séance scene where he is greeted. It's really bad makeup. The makeup—it's yeah,
0: raining there, and it's glistening. Yeah, yeah,
1: it doesn't it, it, look good. Um, but again, much. it, it could—it could just not, you know, maybe in '91 it looked fine. I don't know because it just because it, it looks it looked so bad that I was like, surely it did not look like that, and somebody filmed it and put it on.
0: <laughs> put
1: it out like I, I'm, I'm inclined to think that it is a technological fault here and actually when Gomez hugged him Gomez was wearing a purple suit and I only noticed it because that was the color of the makeup it just it looked really bad and it matched his suit perfectly
0: oh no way huh. yeah. what is Fester's like coat thing that he wears it's it's, it's like crushed velvet or something it's got a like, long <laughs> weird I guess it's just hearkening back to his costume from the from
2: the show. Yeah, I think that's f- for all the characters, at least in the Adams yeah.
1: Family. Yeah. yeah, but, um, if, well, I didn't... What did you say? Velvet? Is that what she said? I it don't looks like it's like, velvet. like velvety. Or I think it's, it's, it's like corduroy. A... Hmm. But I'm not sure. Um, I'm trying to get like a yeah. close-up picture here. Oh, actually? It
0: looks a little warm.
1: <laughs> it does actually kind of look... No, I see why he... Why he said velvet actually now that I'm looking at the pictures. I can see why you would call that velvet, but I don't think it is. What is
0: that velvet?
1: <laughs> it's shiny. I think that shiny, yeah. I think that's why but I don't think it's velvet.
0: Well, it's been hung up in his in his room for 25 years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like in some of the other photos it doesn't it's kind of it kind of depends on the lighting. I don't know. That's a great question. I have no idea what that material is. I would not I don't think it's velvet, but mm. it does look like velvet. I, I see why you said that now.
0: I like uh, I like Morticia's dress. Mm. Like it's like all like all the little things hanging, and, and it's tight. But she, uh, in the wide shots when she's moving, it looks like she's like kind of like gliding around.
1: That was always my favorite. I always wanted a really long, tight dress like that so I could glide around. And of course, that's not really how it works. She can't walk in this. But
0: <laughs> that's why she just walks so slow and like little little quick steps.
1: <laughs> Yes, it's true. Like even you don't even have to have it like I mean, the, f- the full length gowns are really terrible for that. But I knew a couple of people who would buy like pencil skirts. And you if you don't have a vent in the back, you have to make sure that it's like a stretch material, or else you literally cannot walk and people are like, Oh, I don't understand how like everyone used to walk in these. Well, it's because they had vents in the back to or else you can't move your legs and you literally have to take tiny baby steps and that's what Morticia was doing in this. But she made it work. It looked really
2: good. Yeah, I did not question it once. No, yeah.
1: not at all. No, that's actually... I think that's Angelica Houston's like, brilliance mm. here because she made it fit the character so well that you don't even question how she's moving and how she's so graceful even when she's like, yes, cutting roses off of the flowers. Like, everything she does is just... Fluid. It's so fluid. And I love her movements in this.
0: Especially with that light in her eyes the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: There's
3: always little slashes across her face. She's yeah. really sexy in this movie.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes, she is. I mean, I think they all, <laughs> Gomez is also like, he's, they're, they that's what makes them so sexy is that they are themselves and they know mm-hmm. who they are mm-hmm. and they just feel everything fully. And they are these like, I, I I don't know if this is true or not, but I always see this pop up on social media every few months. And it says that the Adams family was created as a reaction to the um, standard TV family where the husband and wife don't get along and they don't like the kids and the kid, you know, and, and this was created as like the opposite antithesis of all of that. And mm. it's so funny that the opposite is, I, I don't know if that's true, but it, it kind of rings true. Mm. Um but it's so funny that the opposite is like a loving, happy family. <laughs> Has
2: anybody ever seen the uh, the TV show? Yes.
1: Uh, not all of Piece, it. I've seen a couple episodes. of it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I yeah. haven't like, sat down and watched the, whole, episode, like, the yeah. whole thing.
0: It would come on Nick at Night. Yep. And I would watch it. Yeah. And everybody's seen Wednesday and Lurch's like dance party. I mm-hmm. know you guys have seen that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe you know, not it that. It, sound, it sounds it's, familiar. It's, it's funny. It's you know. It's Little Wednesday and, and Lurch dancing, but it's all like, you know, 60s style. No, really I've funny. definitely not seen that. Oh, I oh, bet you great. have. I think as yeah. soon as
1: you see it, you'll recognize it.
0: Hold on, I'll find it and send it to the chat.
1: Oh my gosh,
2: amazing! <laughs> and did you guys ever? Uh, did anybody look up any of the uh, the cartoons that these? I... The whole originating idea was.
1: I have not seen them.
3: They're like New Yorker cartoon type things, aren't they? Yeah, they're usually like, like single panel. Exactly. Yeah.
2: I, I saw a couple. It, it kind of reminded me of like a gothic version of like Far Side.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could see that. Cartoons. It, they're, they're pretty all right. It felt like most of the gags in this film were like pulled directly from a panel. In fact, the whole movie felt like a string of, of individual like panel type jokes that they just found a plot to wrap around them to make it into a movie.
2: There is a lot of stuff, though. I was surprised, like, all the stuff they cram in this movie.
1: It's a lot. Yeah, with all the gags
2: and the runtime is, like, it is a lot. It's nonstop.
1: I mean, I even, I remembered the Sally, Jesse, Raphael scene, and, like, I remember (laughs) pausing it at one point, and I think I had, like, 25 or 30 minutes left, and I was like, maybe this was the wrong movie. Maybe this was the second movie. Oh, but I did, there was the little Easter egg that... (laughs) The little the girl the Girl Scout in this um, where Wednesday's like are there real Girl Scouts in your cookie? (laughs) Oh,
0: that is so great! Good joke.
1: She's in the next movie. That's yeah, she is. I didn't realize that was her. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I I, I realized that on this viewing as well. I was like, holy shit! That's 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 the little like bitchy girl from the second one. Wait, the girl the Girl Scout
1: comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in (sighs) the second one.
0: She's like the when they go to the summer camp or whatever. That she's like the the leader of all the popular girls. Nice. Yes.
1: She's actually really. I mean, her character is like not fun, but she's really a good actress. She's a great character.
0: I sent you guys the dancing, so you guys can can party.
2: Well, let's go watch this, and, uh, and we'll we'll play the trailer for Barry Sonnenfeld's "Adam's Family," the Adam's Family. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's contagious.
2: Drop the V, and we'll be back.
1: When we first met years ago, it was an evening much like this magic in the air a boy a girl an open grave you
0: were so beautiful pale and mysterious no one even looked at the corpse ah
2: miss Wednesday play with your food is this made from real lemons yes I'll buy a cup If you buy a box of my delicious Girl Scout cookies. Are they made from real Girl Scouts?
1: Dang, you're a
3: handful. I've done this before. This holiday season, they'll make you feel right at home.
2: Last night, you were like some desperate, howling demon. You frightened me.
3: Do it again. The Adams Family. Sorry. But you will have to wait until November 22nd.
2: All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Barry Seinenfeld's The Addams Family. We have to wait to uh, November 22nd, guys.
1: We're so close.
2: Yeah, man. <laughs> we can't talk about new business until the new quarter.
0: Oh,
3: I get that reference. That
0: was the rules. Do you get that reference? Yeah, what because I
2: just watched this movie.
0: Oh, I, I thought you were saying that it was a reference from something beyond the film.
2: No, no, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Jared. No. Got Thanks nothing for you. I like that. Uh, like, like Tully, kind
0: of. He obviously has been dealing with the Adams family for a while, and he's kind of in on it. He, I mean, he he knows how to sword fight and shit. Uh, but it, his his wife is totally oblivious.
3: It's like it's like he's been keeping it from her or something. Yeah, probably. I wonder how many suits he's tried to make the Adams buy for him after sword fighting like that or getting caught in the gate. <laughs> Oh, he's he's tussling with
0: gate. He's romping with gate. <laughs> romping. He's bit by the uh, the bear rug, which loves to bite people. Apparently, I, lo- I love, I love, in in the cheesy end where everybody's in the tornado, uh, the the rug is biting at his ass.
1: <laughs> I mean, the house is alive. It's kind of fun. Yeah. The whole house.
2: Yeah, the gate should have come back at the end. I, well, I guess the gate opens up for him when Gomez comes in. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess that comes back.
0: I like when they leave and they get kicked out, the gate goes ho oh, oh, ho oh, oh. ho ho
1: They had to <laughs> They had to chain the gate too. Like they had to yeah. they I always I never <laughs> really noticed that they chained it so the gate would like you know, not let them back it in. Yeah, it couldn't open that. it. Yeah. He was sad. I was very sad.
2: With their cardboard sign, Adam's Family, family Keep family. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous! Oh my goodness! We talked about this uh, this movie looking good. It was shot well. We we, we got to talk about the revolving door of the cinematographers. The credited DP, the guy that originally shot the movie for thirty days, Owen Rosman, from The Exorcist fame, The French Connection, bunch bunch of wonderful movies, left the production, like just quit. Yeah, like he shot the first Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. Shot the very first yeah. exercise. That's awesome. Yeah, he he quit. I I actually I'd have to go look at the film. Uh but I want I want to say he he quit to go work on a Lawrence Kasdan movie. Hmm. I want to say it was Grand Canyon, but uh, not not 100% sure. He left. I not nobody really knows why. And Barry Sonnenfeld doesn't talk about it on any of the extra features on the disc. He just picks up and starts he, he just started shooting for himself. Well, no, they got another cinematographer to come in, and w- <laughs> that motherfucker was hospitalized after two weeks. He goes hospitalized? into the hospital. Go yes, Jeez. goes into the hospital. Uh, so yeah, Barry Sonnenfeld, like on his directorial debut, ends up shooting the last three months of this movie. Oh which, my god! Can you imagine for a comedy? Like think about that. First cinematographer shot thirty days, then two weeks, and then Barry Seinefeld wrapped
3: up another three months.
2: That is a ridiculously long schedule for a comedy. God damn, three months. Plus, they, they already shot for like thirty some days.
3: Yeah, that's a long schedule.
1: It was taking well, that, so damn long? There was a lot of, I mean, not just, you know, with all like there was a lot of hair and makeup, and also, you know, the the hands. Um, yeah, oh, they time, didn't do all those shots they like had twice. To do, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, there's a lot of stuff that goes into this. A lot of these the, practical effects.
3: Yeah, and they're working with kids, so they have a shorter schedule. Mm-hmm. That was implemented by then.
1: And like, and, I know, I just, I know, I just said this, but I'm going to emphasize the fact that these people were in here and make it for hours. <laughs> um, the the grandmother had prosthetics, the all of the wigs, all of the the costumes. Like, um, I there was it was a lo- there was a lot. Um, I don't think there was a ton of time to shoot, honestly. With when you look at everything that they're doing. And now that's not even counting the personal issues, like the people quitting and being hospitalized and all of that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Ralph, Ra- Julia got, a. Uh, I I guess he ruptured his eyeball or something.
3: What? Oh God. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> something
3: happened. Uh, yeah, he was, didn't out. he have like cancer or something like that? And he died right after this. That release? was the second one. Oh, the second one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately his last movie was street fighter. Oh, that's right, because he was M Bison. Yeah, what <laughs> a uh, what a great way to go out.
2: Not really. Uh, terrific actor. <laughs> Lasting yeah. legacies end on the uh, Street Fighter. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know, he looks good in that red kind of like leather suit thing that he's wearing in that. <laughs> looks good.
2: <laughs> it does have one of my favorite stupid lines of all time in that movie, where he he's like, "Yes, he's you know, because he's the bad guy. He's like M Bison." I made you. When I came to your village, I made your life. It was the day that gave you purpose. But for him, Bison, it was Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. But he even delivers those terrible lines well. He's he's such such a great actor. He is a great actor. Too bad he got cut short, man. Yeah. I
0: I just like how, like... (sighs) He's so likable. Like, everybody's so likable in this, and he's, yeah, he's, he's so, he's so yeah. pure, you know? And he's just like, man, he's just into everything. I don't know. Everybody makes you love him. Like, like the whole time, you're just, like, in on it. Like, if if, if
3: you let this movie take you over, it's, it's just a hell of a ride. <sighs> I wish I had gotten there. Really? Yeah, man, I was fucking bored in this.
2: Oh, wait, you've been holding back this entire fucking
3: time. <laughs> I honestly wow. was waiting Here for it. The go. whole time
1: I was watching it, I was like, Mike's going to hate that. that,
3: <laughs> and that, and that. <laughs> no, it was very amusing. And it's, it's, it's more fun to talk about than it was to watch. I watched it on Saturday or Sunday. And I was kind of half watching it and half like, reading Twitter or some random shit. Maybe
1: that's your problem. You're just it, not, like, no, it was just
3: not engaging. And then I watched it again tonight. And I was just like, yeah, no, it, there's just... Maybe it wasn't you don't much... like comedies. Oh, yeah, that's 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 the problem. I don't yeah, think there's enough joy
1: it. in your heart, Mike. I think that's the problem.
0: <laughs> like I think we've corrupted you so much that like you actually like really like the
3: blood scenes, but the rest <laughs> of it with the standard comedy, you're like,
1: "Meh. It's okay. It's not exciting enough for him."
3: If they had blood squirting in all of the scenes, it would have been better. That's what I, you're saying? That that's your that's your thing? Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I will say um i nah, I'm not going to agree with you, Mike, but I will say that I enjoyed this significantly more as a child, and the memories of it were better than yeah watching it. um I still think it's a decent movie, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't hold up and I was trying to remember like was this impressive when I was a kid, and I don't know that it was I think it like a lot of the special effects you know definitely don't hold up a lot of the um the, the effects that they do to like show them moving quickly. I don't, it's not that I was like impressed by that as a kid. It was just kind of like, but as a kid watching this, that it was so cartoonish that it worked. And I don't know that as an adult, I appreciate it as much. I think this is still very much a kid's movie. And I think that is, I can't fault it for being a kid's movie, but like as an adult watching it, it is not as much fun to watch it as an adult.
2: Man, I cannot well, wait for you guys to rewatch fucking Hook. <sighs> <laughs> I'm telling you.
3: See? I can't wait either. That was a. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it right now. Yeah, because
2: yeah. that movie came out.
3: That was supposed to be the big hit
2: of, of, of Christmas of '91. And this movie came out and almost outgrossed Hook. Hook is an infinitely better movie. I think this movie is the one that holds up better. Oh, fuck have you having oh, don't having rewatched both those movies within a year? I I think this is the one that holds up better. I think this hmm. the I child that, comedy actually. feels better in this one. Like, mm-hmm. I, it feels more placed and more. It, everything feels more genuine. The performances feel genuine. Like, Angelica that's, Houston. That's fair.
3: Okay, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Robin
2: Williams, I don't know. His heart was not in Peter Pan, 100% neat. Dustin Hoffman, I don't know. Just Hook is not cast oh, right.
3: Dustin Hoffman is fucking amazing. Yeah, he is don't amazing. even talk. No, guys, no. No, I go back. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. no. Okay, we're going to have to do Hook
2: now. God damn it. Yeah, okay. we are. Thank you. We've, right. we've been right. asking it's for years. this long. <laughs>
3: This is what it took to get you to finally no, I th- talk I about think that, hook. Yeah, I think this is the one, man. Like if
2: this hits the check bar. All the check boxes that you need. This is this is a much better film.
1: Can we add it to this month? Did we have a fourth movie? I guess did- we don't. We didn't have a fourth movie, did did we?
2: We did not. We can do hook. You son of a bitch.
0: Oh
3: <laughs> fucking snap.
0: He's given us the hook. Hook, hook. Um so how did we do at the box office? I mean, if we if we if we almost beat Hook, what does that mean? It was like 120
3: million or something, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, 113.5 million is what it made um in the United States It made 191 million worldwide. Oh, wow. It was number 7 at the domestic box office for 1991 for the whole fucking year. So,
3: not bad. It's pretty good. That's like 400 million today. Yeah, that's that's very very respectable. <laughs>
1: I mean this is a respectable movie. This is this has so much good going for it and it's not hard to see that why everyone liked it, with the exception of Mike, why everyone else liked it. <laughs> and
3: <laughs> it's fun to talk about. It's it's way more enjoyable to quote lines from it or to describe scenes or to remember specific moments. As a concurrent, watch it from start to finish. It's just not an engaging story. I'm sorry.
1: Well, no, no, no. I think the difference is, like, yes, it is well-written. And yes, it is funny. Yes, there's a lot of stuff going for it. Yes, it looks very, very good, but all of these... Someone someone just mentioned this before. I don't remember who it was. I'm sorry. But all of these people are genuine, authentic human beings who are mm-hmm. loving and passionate. And that, even if you have, like, no heart and soul, you still look at them and you're like, oh, I kind of feel something. I, I, I kind of want to be this happy and this yeah, passionate okay. about life and so i think whether you identify with them or not whether you are niqab or not i don't think most people are um you still look at them and you're like no there's a lot here there's a lot of really good here
3: yeah that's that's a that's a fair and accurate assessment for sure they're there's they're great characters and they're great actors making these characters even better for sure but as a movie it's just little Little pieces that are just kind of duct taped together as a whole story. I just don't think it a TV works. Show. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Well, no, no. It doesn't even feel like it's a TV show that's gotten extended. It feels like it's it's little vignettes, and we're just watching like little sketches that someone like wrote, like, like the original comic. It feels like here's a here's a one frame comic that you have a you have a setup and you have a joke. It's a visual setup, and then you you get the punchline from from the dialogue.
0: Uh, hey, they're they're trying to find things to take to the uh, the auction. And then yeah. they open this up this cabinet and they're like, uh, Uncle Knickknacks winter wardrobe, Uncle Knickknacks Nick-Nack. summer wa- summer wardrobe,
3: <laughs> Uncle Knickknack. <Uncle> <laughs> Perfect, amazing, you know, right? Great, little great moment. joke. Yeah, yeah, doesn't move the story along.
0: Bullshit. It, Which it is shows. Fine, it shows but... the kookiness of the
3: family. They're creepy
1: yeah, and they're you're kooky. learning. You're learning about the family. So then, when Fester doesn't fit in, you really know why he doesn't fit in. You well, have that's to learn. Something... You have to learn who these people are, so you know why Fester is an imposter.
3: That's fair. But also I was so I that was one of the reasons why I rewatched it again tonight was was to see how much like foreshadowing and implication and nuance there was to Fester and his character and whether or not he actually fits in. Was it was it planned the whole time? What did he actually know the whole like but there's there's a lot of stuff he in He knows there. the Mamushka. Well like like when he when he unpacks his bag really. and he's pulling out like she's pulling out the dynamite and the the um <laughs> the poison and she's like like, as if we'd run out of cyanide like it's a that's a great joke but like that's his bag like there's nothing in there that looks anything other than just like things to kill people with and the first watch i was like okay did he bring these to try and kill the atoms Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that was the implication blow into the vault the second watch i don't think so i think that's just shit he carries around which is actually pretty brilliant be, to kind of imply that no, he really is this no, he, he's one of these sort people. of psychotic yeah. type person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I there mean, was there was more nuance to it than I than I, I saw the first time.
1: Yeah, he's definitely a psychotic type person. I mean, he did agree to go and not just steal from these people, but yeah, to yeah, to go in and like Well he kinda did didn't he go and agree to go in and like kill these people? He's like ready to yeah. kill them. Well, you know,
0: Mama tells him to do something; he does it. But like, uh, like the first time we meet him, he he does a supernatural thing. He like turns Tully upside down on the wall with, with, yeah. with a single yeah. hand. He's obviously one of these monster people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he's a monster person. <laughs> monster. I was saying
3: like they're 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 all over the world apparently in this world, and and he's one of them. That was a different well, and show. Then the- <laughs> also, like when he interacts with Wednesday later. And, and, like, when, when Wednesday and, and, um fuck, what's the little boy's name? Pugsley. 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 When they're fighting and he's like, have you never slaughtered someone before? And then the next scene, he's, like, just reading them, like, here's ways to kill people. And he's just ecstatic about, like, look, here's all the ways I to kill I love cure. their little <laughs> facial reactions.
1: They're really cute. But I thought that was him, like, remembering that he's an yeah. not Adams. I don't he... think that was
3: remembering. I think that was just his inner personhood coming out. And then, then Adam's coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, man, I'm loving this. You, okay, so the whole reason this conversation is happening is because the director had one idea in the original script that it was supposed to be a question whether Gordon was Gordon or if he was actually Uncle Fester. And the story goes, apparently Barry Seinfeld sitting around on, on set one day and all the actors want Christopher Lloyd's Uncle Fester character to actually be Uncle Fester. So they talk Christina Ricci Into going up and coaxing Barry Seinenfeld to change his mind. And apparently it worked. That's why, if you stop and think about this movie, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Because they never say once that Gordon has amnesia.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's retconned at the end. He remembers his mom. He keeps
2: talking about, like, you know, when they were young. You remember this, Gordon? I've always treated you this way, Gordon. I've done this, Gordon. All that's always said throughout the whole movie, and then we get to the end movie, and it's like, oh no, he really did have amnesia, and it's like, well, hold up. So you want me to believe that this character didn't realize he had amnesia, and he didn't realize he had amnesia? But wouldn't you never remember your childhood while you're with your mother? I don't know. It, 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 a lot of logic you have to kind of just throw out the window here. It doesn't make a lot of sense.
3: Hence why so I I'm was okay questioning and
2: watching it again.
1: No, I'm okay. Yeah, I think with it's it.
3: okay. I think I, th- I, th-
0: I <laughs> think I think it's there's enough crazy shit going on. You just kind of let it go.
1: Yeah. There's this is the kind of world where you can get lost in the Bermuda triangle and a crazy lady will kidnap you and raise you as her child. Catch you in a fishing net. Not if
3: you're there on your second honeymoon though. So I'm just, you know,
2: that was a
1: scene that, like, it just had
2: so much conflicting inf- information in it. Because, like, Wednesday yeah, Adams like, yeah. well,
3: nobody ever escapes
2: the Bermuda Triangle. And it's like, hold up. Your mom and dad just said that was their second honeymoon. What the fuck yep. <laughs> is going on right now? I don't even understand. Was that a joke that the characters made in the universe and I didn't understand it?
1: I think that, no, no, no. Because Wednesday, the, after she says that, there's, there's, like, another line where she's like, I'm always, like, learning. Like, I want to learn. Tell me what happens. Because I think she made that scene that or that statement as a sort of a questioning of or Not that that is not something that happens in that world, because clearly people do leave the Bermuda Triangle. Because her mom and dad
2: obviously right, left.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think she made that as like a I don't trust you kind of statement in in an absurdist kind of way that children do.
3: Wednesday Adam's absurdist? Mm. I do like that she sleeps like a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Her arms up across
2: her chest. Uh,
1: little Christina Ricci is so perfect as Wednesday. I love she her really in is. this role.
0: Her, her maniacal little looks when, when she when something fucked up's going on. <laughs> yeah. It's so awesome.
3: I mean, fucking Halloween when she has no costume and she's like, "I'm a homicidal maniac." They look like everyone else. <laughs> Just deadpan.
2: <laughs> that is classic. Oh my god, you motherfuckers did laugh out loud at that. I did. Uh, Maybe I'm fucked up. <laughs> that, that
0: was great. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Where do you think the Adams family uh,
3: got all this gold from? That's a fuck ton of gold.
0: That, it, they, those they've are got like, like a long Harry Potter hallway that just keeps
3: going and going and going.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe from the Bermuda Triangle where all the ships wrecked there.
0: Oh, that's it. They're swimming down like Kevin Costner in Waterworld and bringing up gold because <laughs> they can just breathe underwater. They are doubloons, so shipwrecked. Does and how track. much. Why, why? Like, okay, an ounce of gold is like two thousand dollars. There's a whole suitcase full of gold. How? Why are their expenses so much every month? Like, what the fuck are, are are they? Are they funding the entire like monster clan out there?
1: They could be. You also, that's a really big house. I'm sure it doesn't have good insulation, and so their utility bills must be really high.
2: They actually bring asbestos in. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: no, no, no,
0: every time that they flip a switch on the electric chair man the fucking the little the meter outside's
2: going just spinning anybody got anything else we, we got the ratings
3: I might take it by the silence that means
2: yes so who's going first
3: I'm going to start low so you guys can come in at a high note because no one's going to agree with me Uh, I think this movie is, is the production value is worth making, worth watching it. These characters are super fun. The world is really interesting. Um, there's a lot of really, really dense elements on screen and a lot of subtle things that's, that makes it worth trying to watch again, just to look at stuff in the background. The characters are really interesting. I love the way they interact with each other. Every single one of these actors kills and just there I just love how much enjoyment they have like you can tell they're all having fun doing doing these scenes um I don't think the writing is great I don't think the the overall story arc of the movie it just feels like a bunch of like I said vignettes that are just kind of duct taped together and you've got a little bit of of a three-act structure you've got some character progression but overall I don't feel like it's a great story um does that mean it's not worth watching? No. I just don't know if it is as good as everyone remembers. I think there's a lot of nostalgia for this movie. And speaking as one who didn't watch it as a kid, maybe that's why I didn't enjoy it quite as much as I wanted to. Um, but there are some some laugh out loud funny moments in this. There's not a lot of other movies that have this level of like macabre humor. So I, I very much understand how this has become like a representational niche. For some people, yeah, so I I don't know. I understand that it's a beloved movie. Most of it feels pretty well executed. I just think they could have spent a little bit more time um, cooking the script. I'm going to give it a 7.
2: A 7. Oh, that's not so bad. You made it sound like you were about ready to bust out of like a 5 or lower. Uh, no, uh,
1: because I was expecting did you hear him? The whole thing was how great it was. 7. Yeah. <laughs> 7. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm trying to focus on the positive. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
0: Look, man, look, 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 Griggs, what, what you're missing is that the movie is supposed to be a little cartoon and it's supposed to be stupid and it's supposed to be funny and, and macabre and and weird. And, and it delivers on every single piece of that. The score is fun in all its Danny Elfmanness. Like uh, every, everything is everything you want. The perfect cast. Uh, the camera's pretty decent. The lighting's all right. Um, it, it's fucking great, man. It's a classic it's a fucking 10. I, you can't say anything less, man. This movie fucking, it, it held up to me. I, I, I still enjoyed watching it. And it may be the kid in me wanting to see it again, but I, I really enjoyed it. I, I think it's super great. Mm.
2: After that review, I uh, take back everything that we said about Hook earlier in the show. Because he'll probably give that like a 15 if he's already thrown out a 10 at Adam. <laughs>
0: I <fan>. know. <laughs> I know. I'm just giving yeah. it it's, yeah. a
3: nostalgic 10. A nostalgic 10. I, yeah. I know we don't compare, but there are too many other things that are fucking 10s that this just does not compare to. I'm sorry.
1: It's, it's okay. Ten, we accept ready. your apology.
3: Kristen, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you want to go next? You're going to grade low, I'm going to grade high, and then everybody else will fall in the middle. <laughs> With normal reactions? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, yes,
1: yes. Yeah, I can go next. Um, <laughs> this, <laughs> I think this is a really great movie. I think the visuals are absolutely stunning the production design the hair the makeup the costumes everything about this looks really really great with uh, the exception of a couple of the effects but even then if you look at them and you kind of forgive that it's from the 90s and you forgive that it's a cartoon e kind of like a it's almost like a live action cartoon the way they set it up um and, and so i think it kind of works but um that would be the one thing that I I feel like I, it does feel like a kids movie, and um, this is my least favorite out of all of the Adams family movies, TV shows, anything, whatever. It's this one. That being said, I still really enjoyed this. It's so funny. So much of it holds up. So much of it holds up. There are a few things that do feel dated. That do feel like mm, I don't know if they need to be there. It does feel like a kids movie, though. Um, anyway, that being said, it's still. Absolutely brilliant. And Angelica Houston is the best. And so is Christina Ricci. And so is everybody, actually. They're all great. Anyway, I'm going to give it a nine.
2: Going to give it a nine. All right. All right. We got a 10, a nine, and a seven. All right. Okay. Uh, I, I, 7, 8, nine, 10. I, I'm going to give it a, a, a 10 just because Angelica Houston <laughs> and Raul Julia <laughs> do such a goddamn fucking incredible job like i remembered all the the one-liners and the puns being really funny when i was a kid but this time man just feeling that relationship on screen like Man, how how these two didn't just become lovers afterwards. Like, I mean, in real life, you just watch this chemistry on screen and you're like, "Baby, you got it. Look at you. Look look at the fucking Oh, man, Gomez loves that bitch. Look at the way he's looking at her. Oh, my god, he's sucking her face off. Oh my god, she's having an orgasm <laughs> in the fucking middle of the auction. It was amazing. <laughs> I got all the feels. No, this was fun. It looked great. Everything was good. The story was put together. Maybe it's just because you know we're coming off of Halloween ends. It's just nice, like, <laughs> like Mike, you're ta- talking about this as a collection of scenes. Like, yeah, but at least these scenes, like all the characters, make sense, and they're c- c- the continuity of characters. Like, understand? I can understand it from the beginning to the end of the movie. I'd, man, it was just it was it was nice watching something that was fucking enjoyable and entertaining again. Mm. Uh, Ten.
0: Very strong ten. The movie is peppered with amusing sight gags and one-liners, but the disjointed script doesn't cohere into a successful whole. So saith the Griggs. (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just reading my review back to you. (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes brings us in at a 66 percent all around.
2: 66 percent.
0: That's right, Griggs. Sounds like other
3: people are also
2: sensible. You.
3: Oh, for, so sue us for wanting a movie to work <laughs> together as a whole.
1: I, think I don't know. Did, thing, I've seen a lot of other movies, man. This is a lot better. than. This.
0: Like early Tim Burton, the movie mixes gothic flamboyance and grisly wit in a satisfying tribute to weirdos. There
3: we go. All right. that's a, Yeah, that's what you're looking for. It did have weirdos. a very
2: like, strong Tim Burton feel running throughout the whole We thing. didn't
3: even talk about that. Goodness. How, how much of Tim Burton were they just really wanting to channel for this film? That's okay. That's okay.
1: Yeah. Why does it's, he... Now, come on. It, he doesn't... It's like oh, Disney, why is he the, the only person
3: who does gothic yeah. macabre type things? It's just his whole career is that, so... Yeah, but he's what not the everybody only person who can do that. It. I know, I know. No, this just, is true. Yeah. It is nice to see a, a movie of this sort of dark, quote-unquote, style that's not a Tim Burton film i'll give it that
1: i agree and i will also say when we're talking about channeling christina ricci was channeling winona rider from beetlejuice and this also
0: i feel that yeah i felt that after i after, mm-hmm, I,
1: after yeah. I saw that i was like that makes a lot of sense
2: she also went to go on to work with tim burton and sleepy hollow look at that oh my
1: gosh it all Ooh, comes back yeah. to tim burton oh yeah, it's good. <laughs>
2: that's, that's good it.
1: That's
0: it. i like sleepy hollow the macabre master heads will roll
2: Alright, so with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at moviecrewpod. Jared, where can the audience follow you?
0: You can follow me on the Instagram at checkthegate or on Twitter
3: at Jared B. Callen. And Griggs, where can they follow you? I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen,
2: where can they follow you?
1: You can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I.
2: And you guys can find me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And uh, we're going to close out the show tonight. Oh, how many of you guys thought that this was a Danny Elfman score for real?
3: Yeah, I I legit had to look it up because I was like, why is this Danny Elfman?
2: Yeah. I missed the credit the
3: first time and I was just like,
2: man, this has got to be Danny Elfman. It's got to (laughs) be. It was not. Uh, it was uh Jerry Goldsmith. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, at this time that would have had some synth or something in it, <laughs> like uh... <coughs> like Gremlins. Uh, so we're going to be uh, closing out the show tonight with what are we going to do? Let's do track number
3: one. Please do not play. Please do not play MC Hammer from the end. Oh man, because that song was so bad. It's pretty bad. I love MC Hammer, but that song was so bad. Yeah, it was like eventually he
0: ends up hiring uh the director ends up hiring will smith so they do better songs at the end that's this is
3: true but he's always like that rapper doing a, a old song remixed or whatever i yeah. guess wiki wiki wild was better <laughs> wiki wiki wild wiki wild wild west
2: jim west Desperado no. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Why don't we know all these words? No. fucking shit That goddamn shit Losing my brain Taking up too much space Alright, so we're gonna be playing Track number one From the Addams Family soundtrack Titled Deck the Halls Main Titles And this is from composer Mark Shaman Enjoy Deck the Halls with of Fa la 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 Tis the season to be jolly, fa-la-la-la-la, la-la-la-la. we now, our gay
1: apparel, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. La la, la 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 la. Troll the ancient yuletide carol, fa la la la-la-la-la.
0: Listening to the Movie Crew podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Barry Sonnenfeld's *Adam's Family*. Or is it the Adam? Is it the Adam's Family? It's the. the- family. Oh, it's also yeah, his directorial
3: he- debut. You can
0: throw that out there. I'm just saying. Is it really?
3: It is. It is.
0: Wow! Why did he start so strong? You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Barry Sonnenfeld's fuck. You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about the directorial debut for Barry it, fuck fuck fuck. fuck. You, you can't like you can't just throw that on me like I, 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 I Let me work it out real quick.
3: Barry Sonnenfeld's directorial debut, The Adams Family.
0: You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Barry Sonnenfeld's directorial debut. Addams <laughs> hey, the Adams Family. The Adams Family. There's no "the." It's fuck, cleaner. Fuck, <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Barry Sonnenfeld's directorial debut, The Adams Family. For fuck's sake. <laughs>